Hello everyone, BWAGS here. This is the first episode of Dungeon Delving. This is a series where I'll be brainstorming about anything and everything related to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, for this first episode, I'm just going to talk about what I intend to do with this series and just kind of talk about you know my uh, personal experiences with Dungeons and Dragons, my philosophies about playing it and running games as a dungeon master and why i felt the need to do this podcast in the first place um so what i intend to do mostly with this is just kind of have a free form brain brainstorming session with each episode on different subjects within D. so i'll have episodes about specific races about specific classes um just ideas i've had for campaigns and one shots and adventures and talk about my experiences a lot uh memorable encounters and things like that um i'll i plan to do series on different types of monsters and building encounters for them and just 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 brainstorming just free ideas that i have and um just going into playing dungeons and dragons and spending time thinking about it out loud i spend a lot of time when I'm not entirely focused on a task brainstorming for Dungeons & Dragons. I, I really love playing this game. I have a lot of very fond memories in, honestly, the fairly short time I've been playing. I only started playing 5th edition at the end of last year. I think it was October when we had our first session of the campaign I ran. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, or might have even... No, yeah, it was end of end of last year, um, but I've always been a fan. I haven't played a lot very seriously. I played a little bit of advanced D and D back when I was a kid with my dad. Um, when I was in the Scouts, we played a very watered down tabletop role playing game we called Game Master, where we we only had D six, so it was basically you know you're the the game masters say all right you get this weapon it does this much damage roll on a three or higher you hit and deal damage it was super basic um very watered down there weren't really any rule books or anything like that it was just us enjoying a fantasy role-playing experience while we were out on campouts and such but um and i played a little bit of 3.5 not very much so i only played like one session and not even a whole campaign through but I really love fantasy, and our D&D nights are some of my favorite experiences with my friend group, and it's just I just have a lot of passion for this game, and a lot of, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it, so I thought one day, you know, whenever I walk the dog or drive home from work or to work, I'm just, I'm just brainstorming, you know, how can I use, if I'm running a campaign, how will I use this race in my campaign, how will I use npcs that fit within this kind of class how will i make this kind of this particular monster a memorable fight for my players and i figured you know i should just record these and i'll make a podcast of them so here we are doing exactly that um my philosophy is dungeon drag i i usually I'm the dun- I, I've been the dungeon master more than I've been a player in my group. Um, we've played through 
I think this is the fourth campaign that we've played. And the first one, we didn't play all the way through. My brother had to leave to go to basic training for the army. My wife and I moved out of the apartment with the people we played with. And we were focused on getting ready for our wedding and buying a house. So we didn't, we never ended up finishing that campaign. Um, and then I've run one campaign fully. And then my friend Adam ran a campaign after that. And now we're on the second campaign in a series that I have planned out. <clears throat> so not a ton of experience, but I have enough experience with fantasy role-playing, I think, that I can have ideas and not feel like I'm out of place sharing them. Um, but my philosophy with running games, at least, is you want to have, as the dungeon master, you are the storyteller for your players. You're there You're there for yourself, in a sense, because you want to have a good time running a game, but... For me, what I have really, what makes me enjoy being a dungeon master is when something that I have planned in the story or an encounter or whatever it is is memorable to my players. For, for example, in the last campaign I ran, my players were exploring ancient ruins all over this region. Um, there was an old civilization there that had built a huge dam, and at one point, the dam broke, it flooded the, re the whole region, leaving it a swamp, and destroyed their civilization. So they were exploring these ancient ruins and bringing all the texts and tomes they found to archaeologists that could decipher them. And they kept, all these tomes kept referencing a single enemy. And towards the end of the campaign, they fought through a, this forest up to a mansion that was almost as old as the ruins... And in it, they found a very recently written in diary belonging to the lord of the province that they were in, revealing that he was, in fact, a vampire that was responsible for the destruction of that dam and the following destruction of the civilization that lived there. <clears throat> so, I remember the, the look on my players' faces when... I told them what the diary said, and they're like, oh, man, he's a vampire. Oh, no. And then right then, you know, he shows up, catching them in the act of reading his journal and attacks them. And it was just, it was, it was so fun for me to see the, the, the surprise. Like, everybody just got so excited, and it was, it, that's, that moment right there, that was when I realized, like, you know what, I, I love being a dungeon master for this very reason. You know, giving players those memorable experiences that make them want to play D&D. Because that's what I like to get out of it. So for me, when I'm going to be a dungeon master, that's my primary focus. Everything I do when I'm drawing maps and coming up with characters and designing encounters, it's all about how am I going to make this memorable. So that's pretty much my personal philosophy on... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons and DMing in particular and for me it's all about that that aspect of the game is you're there for your players and you want them to have a good time and have a memorable experience and you want to give them my my I'm very lucky I'm very blessed with my play group my play group likes the mechanical aspect of the game of dungeon crawling and doing fighting and that whole aspect of it, but my playgroup 
also enjoys role-playing. I'm very lucky to have a group of players that want to do both. So for me as a dungeon master, designing campaigns means I get to design both and know that a a good fight <clears throat> that has a lot of opportunities for the players to use the mechanics of the game will be enjoyable and memorable, as will them going to a town and encountering... Uh, NPCs and having to interact with them and get into role playing more. So if you can if you can find a group like that, hold on to them tight because from what I understand from hearing from other dungeon masters and other players is it's very uh a lot of people will only be into the the prior. A lot of people like to power game and uh design their characters to do a certain thing or take advantage of a certain mechanic and that's really what they focus on is is looting and fighting and while I really enjoy that aspect of the game if you if you cut out the role playing aspect of it it's not really that different from playing a video game I think and for the players that really enjoy that I don't mean to discredit them and say they're playing the game wrong it's just I feel like there's a lot more you can get out of it if you broaden your horizons a little bit in that way um but the reason I really wanted to do this and record it is that Dungeons and Dragons is by its very nature and all tabletop role playing really is by their very nature such a unique experience. You know, you can play with one group, even even a personal player, you can play with one group and do um like Minds of Fendelver and have a completely different experience from playing it with another group because everybody's personality, all the players' personalities come into the game and how you go through it and the uh, the dungeon master's personality shows through in the game and how you go through it. And it just makes, it's such a good personal experience and there's so much to it. You have so many different things you can do. The, the only limit is your imagination. So I feel like adding my voice to the, many other voices talking about Dungeons and Dragons and how to get the most out of it isn't it's not this is a this is a subject where I feel like more isn't bad and just because having multiple perspectives about even a single subject when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons is beneficial because you can get inspiration there's so many things i i watch a lot of different DD youtubes i listen to a couple different podcasts and it's all little bits of all of them come into my games where i'll I'll remember something that was mentioned in an episode of like web dm and be like yeah i really like that i want to do that or i like that but i want to take it in a different direction and do this so um, that's really what I feel like is my, hey, having another person to kind of muse on D&D isn't a bad thing. There's, you can't have too many different opinions, I think, with this because it's just so diverse of a game and it's so, it's so fluid in how the experience happens, how it rolls out that you can find inspiration from anywhere and if i think personally just brainstorming myself will help me come up with ideas for my campaigns but simultaneously i'm hoping that if someone else 
gives a listen, they'll have an idea that inspires them in their campaigns or as a player, you know, something that you want to do. Um, my philosophy for playing, I guess I kind of got off track there on a tangent. You have to excuse me. I have ADHD, so it's probably going to happen a lot, <laughs> but as a player, it's almost the same thing as the dungeon masters. You're there. You're not just there for yourself. You're there for your group. You know, your dungeon master has designed this for you. They, they've, if they're using a module, they are bringing that module to life for you. If they have done everything homebrew, which is what I do, I've, I've never run a module game. Um, they're bringing their, they designed that world for the players to experience, to go into. Everything is there for you guys to interact with. So as a player, I want to get the most out of that. And I want my party, my fellow players, to get the most out of that. So I try very hard to make characters that will have interesting dynamics with the party. Um, my character in my last game that I played in that my friend Adam was running was on Ravnica, and I was playing a Gruul Druid. Um, if you're not familiar with with Magic the Gathering and Ravnica and the Gruul, the Gruul are a group of clans that are very anti-society. They don't like... They want to bring the world back to the wilds. And my Druid was very um, gruff and kind of... Uh, had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and he was very aggressive. I never, I don't think I ever used a healing spell the whole game. I played circle of the moon druid. So most fights I was either using Shalala on my staff in one hand and flame blade on my other hand and just running into the fight head first or turning into giant spiders or giant hyenas or bears and rushing headlong into the enemies, just playing very, like pretty much a tank, just running running in and just trying to do damage and soak damage and just be be tough and aggressive and brutal. So I played a druid character, but I played him like a barbarian. <laughs> um, uh, I have a character that I've already rolled up for my friend Tim's upcoming campaign. He said he just he hasn't even really gotten that far into it. He just said, hey, I'm going to do a campaign where we're going to be doing a lot of sailing and there's going to be a bunch of islands. You guys are going to sail from island to island. And jokingly, he said, you have to do the sailor background. So I made a cleric with a sailor background who, you know, was a ship's navigator and a storm came out of nowhere. And in the storm, he, he was humbled and saw the visage of Thor in the storm. So now he is a cleric of Thor who, um, goes about and offers his services to ships to help them get through get to their destination safely without the gods throwing storms on them and but with that sailor background he doesn't have a, a normal cleric background where he was from a temple or anything he was a sailor so this this cleric that goes out and does cleric things also likes to drink and likes to party and enjoy the company of maybe not so favorable individuals because that's just his lifestyle he was a he was a sailor he was never a priest he just became a cleric that follows thor because he had this religious experience when he was out sailing so he decided to take that and i feel like that's going to be a really fun character for my other party members to interact with i think he'll be interesting but that's kind of my philosophy on being a player and a dungeon master there um 
I'm not going to touch very much on the Forgotten Realms itself. Uh, I've played, I played partway through the Minds of Fendelver, and beyond that, I don't think I've ever played a game of Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons in the Forgotten Realms. Um, Adam's first campaign was in a homebrew world. His second was on Ravnica, and my both of the campaigns, the one I previously ran and the one I'm running now are on a homebrew world that I came up with. Um, and I have two more campaigns for this party where they'll play these characters all the way up to 20th level on this world. And then I've been brainstorming recently about a couple other worlds that I want to run campaigns and one-shots in. So I like the Forgotten Realms. The, the little bit of it that I am familiar with and its world and its lore, I like it. It's a it's a cool high fantasy world, but I like crafting my world so much. It's just something that I really enjoy and get a lot of pleasure out of. So for me, I generally lean towards that homebrew aspect. I'm not so much into um, running a Forgotten Realms game. And there's nothing wrong with the Forgotten Realms. Like I said, I enjoy, I think it's very cool, but I like the freedom of making a world where the rules for the world are a little bit different. And I don't stray that far from what's in the monster manual and in the dungeon master's guide. I usually will do, um, like the, the drow in my worlds are going to be pretty much identical to the drow in, Forgotten Realms, if I do dwarves, they're going to be very similar to the dwarves of the Forgotten Realm. I don't stray too far from the source material there. I just like to put it in an environment where I can say, yeah, this mountain's here, this is this region. I can make the culture myself rather than using the Forgotten Realms built-in culture. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, um, I want to do a lot of like mini series I want to go through I want to go through um you know all the different races and talk about if you're a dungeon master this is some thoughts I have on putting this race into your world if you're a player this is kind of thoughts I have for playing a character of this race um same thing with classes I want to like just kind of brainstorm using classes I want to go through races classes backgrounds um different i want to go through different monsters and talk about using them in interesting and unique ways just kind of brainstorm different ideas for hey how can i make an encounter with a minotaur interesting how can i make an encounter with a hag i'm really excited to do hags i really like hags the campaign i'm running right now has hags in it and they've already encountered one hag and when i get to that point where i'm talking about hags on this podcast i'm very looking forward to talking about that because i'm gonna uh, toot my own horn a little bit here i think i did pretty good with making the hag encounters memorable and interesting and unique but um yeah that's the gist of what i want to do with this podcast i'm going to shoot for between 20 minutes and half an hour with every one that i do i'm going to try not to go over half an hour ever and i'm going to try to not go under 20 minutes with some subjects i'm sure when i do backgrounds i won't hit half an hour with every individual background and i might only do 15 minutes on those i don't know if there's as much to 
dive into, but like I said at the beginning, this is really going to be a freeform, not so much scripted thing. I'm just going to have bullet points of what I want to talk about, and if I have new ideas partway through or decide an idea that I haven't gotten to yet isn't worth talking about, I'll skip it. But yeah, just a very freeform, uh, stream of consciousness type brainstorm about just anything and everything Dungeons and Dragons because it's a great game. It is a it's one of my favorite things to do with my friends. And you know, when my group text goes out, you know, are we playing D D this weekend? And two thirds of our group says, No, I'm busy, my heart sinks a little, I'll I'll be honest. I'm a little disappointed. And I I don't hold it against anybody because, you know, obviously the real world and our personal lives have to come first a lot as adults but i look forward to it i look forward to getting together on a on a saturday night to play four or five hours of D D, and it's really like it's i just can't gush enough about how much i enjoy those experiences and you know, even in my free time at home, I spend a lot of my free time at home working on my campaign worlds and coming up with and tweaking things. And, you know, even though they're partway through this campaign already, I'm already like, wait, for this next thing they're going to do later, I'm going to do this. Or they didn't do what I expected them to do here, so I'm going to adjust this. And it's just, it's very, I, I get a lot of personal enjoyment out of spending time crafting it and playing it. And it's just, I just love D&D so yeah that's going to be the first episode there just kind of a an idea of what I intend to do with this series and this podcast so uh, I look forward to talking about it even if I never get any uh, listeners ever I think I'd be okay with still doing it and recording it because then I can go back to it and think oh there's a good idea I really hope I get some listeners and that people get some are able to hear something that I say about a subject and think, oh, that's a cool idea. Maybe I should do something like that in my campaign. Or, oh, that's a really sweet concept for a character. Maybe if I take that as a baseline and go in this direction with it, that would just be amazing to me if I can help inspire someone else in their game of Dungeons & Dragons because it's just, it's it's so fun and it's, it's such a great experience to have with your friends and to have stories you can tell like just a side example my character thoric in the ravnica campaign we already have an inside joke where whenever somebody you know says something silly or dumb everybody brings up when thoric said uh friend you have grown skin (laughs) i tried to say you've grown skinny and become thin in the at the same time my brain kind of farted there and i said you've grown skin so that's now our running joke of whenever somebody says something dumb in character it's like oh you've grown skin (laughs) so just those kinds of experiences are great and they help you there i've i feel closer to my friends than i have in the past and it's just another thing that we share and can get together over and it it brings us together before we were playing D D, I was seeing my friends probably like maybe every other month at the most i wasn't seeing my friends very often and now that we play D D, i've made new friends and we we get together more often and i really 
hope that that's sustainable later into our lives because it's it's great and it's good to get out of the house and do something with your friends and also you know with D&D you're not you're not going out and spending a bunch of money you're going to your friend's house maybe you're spending a couple bucks on snacks but it's not like you know going out to the bar and dropping 50 bucks on beers it's 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 just D&D plus you know my wife knows where I am so there's that too (laughs) but yeah that'll be the first episode of Dungeon Delving and see you guys next time